Well, welcome back to another episode of Caffeinated Living. We're a podcast all about Jesus, ministry, and the things that keep us going. I'm Kyle. And I'm Rob. What's going on, dude? Not much. Uh, We're recording through Zoom, so just let you know, audio might sound a little different, but that's okay. Kyle sounds like a professional, and mine sounds like I'm in a metal trash can, but that's okay. (laughs) Deal with that. This is the socially distanced episode. Yes. (laughs) The executive order 180 episode. There we go. <laughs> yeah, no, we we just both have a lot going on this week. So this is, this is the easiest way that we could have gotten it done. But how was your Thanksgiving, dude? It was good. We uh, went out of town, went to go see some family. So it's a quick trip down, spend the night back. So it was good, though. How about yours? It was good. It was good. How, how did the Zoom Thanksgiving turn out? <laughs> I was going to tell you that. So it started really awkward because you know how it is. A lot of people don't know how to use Zoom and you're trying to. So we didn't get started for like 20 minutes after what we thought we were. So we're just sitting there. You don't know what to say and we're not eating. And I've got two little kids and they're just running everywhere. So if I had to put it into a word, it would be awkward. It was fine. I mean, there was nothing special. Uh, my, some of my family didn't show up. So <laughs> I oh, mean, that's always nice. Yeah. So it, it was just awkward. Like it's not meant to be like that. So, but I get it. I get it. Some people are, are worried about it as we should be, but it, oh, it was just different. Right. I mean, th- this thing has made everybody and everything just, react different to our normal day-to-day things of what we're used to doing yeah yeah Yeah. so all right so speaking of thanksgiving thanksgiving Uh is thanksgiving's over i I got i I wrote up here on the board so so i gotta know after thanksgiving Mm -hmm. is there any food that you get absolutely tired of eating dude i have a hot take i thought about this this week Turkey actually is not very good. What? Yeah. Like think. Okay, people. No. Give, give them grace for a minute. Let them what, explain. What makes turkey good? What makes it taste good? Even if you season the heck out of it, even if you deep fried it or fried it or covered it in mustard or whatever you do to your turkey, you always have to add something to it. Like you don't have to do that with ham. You don't have to do that really with other meats. I don't know. I just think it's pretty overrated. Do, do you not season your ham with like a no. honey glaze? No, I, I could eat ham cold. I mean, but turkey cold is oh, pretty mediocre. Cold. Yeah, I but it's pretty cold turkey. I don't know. I think it's overrated. I think I think the Butterball organization <laughs> pumps it up on Thanksgiving and that's it. Uh, but no, I think. To answer your question, the thing that I get more tired of after Thanksgiving is turkey. It's turkey. <laughs> it's turkey. Okay. I also had another thought. Think about after Thanksgiving. How often do you think they sell? This is continue our discussion from last week. How often do you think they sell canned cranberries jelly? Oh, no, right. I mean, they pr- practically probably try to give it away. But what's yours? What's the thing you're tired of? I mean, I don't know that I actually ever get tired of turkey and ham. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're both. I don't, so I, I could probably eat those all day long. But probably if we had, which this year we didn't have any leftovers, so to speak, because yeah. we were traveling, we didn't go anywhere. But pro- probably like a lot of the sides. Okay, it, yeah. If I had to eat green beans and sweet potatoes three, four days afterwards, still, it's like. Or deviled <sighs> eggs. <laughs> yeah. We didn't have deviled eggs this year, but that's okay. Oh, I had enough dev- deviled like, eggs for both of us. Not not that I ever want to take away from a, a Thanksgiving meal, but like a day or two afterwards, it's nice to just go get some Mexican food or get, just switch it up, you know? It's funny because Sunday yesterday we had we had Mexican food because we felt the exact same way. It was good to switch it up. Uh, I'd much rather had Mexican yesterday than Subway. Oh, yeah, yeah. But That's like a desperation meal. Did you get turkey or ham? No. Okay. I, I, had, I had the. Um, I don't eat ham from Subway anyway. <laughs> I, don't eat, I don't eat ham from subway so, subway if you're listening to this i apologize but yes your food is nasty i'm sorry i'm sorry like if we if just we lost did, a future sponsor just like episode 10 we did our coffee and we know that restaurant that has the worst cup of coffee mm-hmm. subway would be the worst tasting food mm-hmm. to me to me yeah and it's so, just something about a subway. When you walk into a subway, it has the exact same smell of lettuce and onions. <laughs> and, and you're stained with that after you leave. So speaking of coffee real quick, though. Okay. I don't, I don't know if you saw the text I sent you while, while we were gone. But desperate times will call for desperate measures. Mm-hmm. So as we're traveling down, going through South Carolina, get move into Georgia. I, I wasn't really wanting to stop at like a convenience store. If we needed gas, that's fine. Get it, go. But I love the Georgia rest area. <laughs> I mean, that, that first, when you first move into Georgia, you know that rest right, area? Right. That's one of my favorite rest areas. I don't know why. It is. So use restroom, get ready to go. And I'm like, Jan, I'm, I'm struggling. I, I need some caffeine. I need something to kind of help make it the rest of the way. Lo and behold, there is a coffee vending machine. I've seen these things. It was, How was it? It's, it's Seattle Coffee. Okay. Dude, seriously, I told Jan on the way down there. I'm like, man, if we had to put this into our top coffees that we were drinking, mm-hmm. it still would have ranked better than Chick-fil-A coffee. <laughs> <laughs> and it came out of a vending machine. It came out of a vending machine. That's funny. So I but, had this thought today. Okay. We've got a month to figure this out. We need to come up with the official Christmas coffee of caffeinated living. So whether we try to try to make it with our own syrup or whatever, we buy it. What is going to be the official Christmas coffee of caffeinated living? I don't know. Have you ever had? I mean, like uh, there's a brand, there's a blend that's called white Christmas. Yeah. Yeah. Whether it be, I think it's, whether it be a a blend coffee. Yeah, whether it be a blend or whether it be like uh, an order at Starbucks, whatever. Like, we both need to try it. And we both need to come to an agreement. This is the Christmas coffee this year of caffeinated living. I don't know. Interesting. Okay. So we can we go got a with month that. To figure it out. Okay, we can go with that. So yes, speaking of Thanksgiving, busy week. Mm-hmm. Um, ironically, we both preached this past weekend. Yeah. 
So how, how did that go for you? So mine was kind of like not planned. I wasn't on a schedule to preach this Sunday. A pastor unfortunately has COVID. So it just came to be my turn to preach. And it also happened to be ordination service. We were ordaining two of our deacons, new deacons. Oh, wow. So it was, it was different. It was, it was difficult. And on top of that, it was the first Sunday of Advent. So you're throwing all of those things together. And I just preached through the passage in first Timothy three, talking about the qualifications. And then it talks about the, um, the manifestation of the flesh of Jesus. So I, I let it right back into Advent but I'm drained. I'm tired. <laughs> How about oh, yeah. you? Because you know, you're always tired. Like that's another thing that I give props to our pastor. Because mm-hmm. you preach Sunday morning, but then when you do, when you're doing a normal, you know, church schedule, you have Sunday night. Yeah. Dude, man. Like for me, it's different to preach on a Sunday morning and then go and do a, do youth on Sunday night. Yeah. Like, I wonder why like that, that is. That, our comfort zone. Yeah. Yeah. This will sound weird, but I think that I'm not saying that we're not called to preach. We're we're pastors, but I think we understand that we're not called to preach and teach so regularly (laughs) that our energy level is different. I I don't know. I can't explain it. So not my, mine went well. I, I, guess, I guess it went well. It's like I told you in the text. I didn't get fired. Nobody gave me a pink <laughs> slip. Came up, patted me on the back and said, here's your compensation for uh, the rest of the year. Thanks for being here. Didn't get any of that. That's uh, good. I, I just preached on uh, Luke chapter one on Zechariah and Elizabeth. Mm. Talking about yeah. hope is coming. Mm. That's good. And so we kind of. Did you use your sermon title that you told me you were going to use? No, I switched it up. Okay. Because Tell them I, what. Tell them what you were going to use. I couldn't find a way to really make it fit with the direction I took it. Okay. So originally I'd call, I'd, I'd entitled it a new hope. Mm. I was going to play off star Wars a little bit, <laughs> but then I was like, that's just me wanting to try to make it fit. And it didn't really. Yeah. Whereas, which, which goes back to what we talked about last week of trying to be catchy or irrelevant. Right. Yeah. Right. I mean, a new still- hope. Still, I like it. Yeah. Hope is coming. I mean, I, I guess I used ended up using hope is coming because I, I tied it in from how the Israelites had waited so long mm. for their prayers to be answered for a coming Messiah. Right. But now the New Testament church, we, we're kind of like how the Israelites were when they were waiting for him a coming Messiah, but now we're waiting for Christ's return. Yeah. And, and that's, that's our hope. That's good. You know, first, first Peter talks about that. So I, I, I went that way, but yeah, I couldn't find a way to tie reference the star Wars without that being my own justification. And yeah, I just couldn't do it. <laughs> Speaking so. of star Wars. Okay. Real quick. Have you watched the new episode of the Mandalorian yet? What do you think? Yes. No, I don't yes. know. You were traveling. So. Dude. Oh, dude, we got home Friday night. What do you think we did first thing Friday night? Oh, my Not goodness. First thing. Oh, my goodness. Oh, yeah. The greatest episode. I mean, 100% the best episode. It was, but it wasn't because of, like, all the action and everything. It was just, I don't know what made it. It was just so good. And I, It was Star Wars. That's what it was. I, I was sitting there, 
And one of our listeners uh, sent me a message Friday morning. Mm-hmm. Like we're coming home and he sends me a message. He's like, man, Rob, what'd you think about Ahsoka's appearance? And I was like, dude, I haven't watched it yet. And he's like, oh, <laughs> I was like, no. yeah, so, I left that episode and I immediately said to myself, I got to watch the Clone Wars. I got to yes, watch it. You do. There's a lot of it's, things in there that were like, I bet I would have understood more, but dude, her appearance was epic. You would have, you would understand a lot more of Ahsoka. You would have understood a lot more of who she's searching for. Mm-hmm. Like, man, how he brought in Grand, Grand Admiral Thrawn at the end. I was Thrawn. just like, yeah. oh. Jazz <laughs> like, who's that? Gracie's like, eh, it's probably some Clone Wars character. <laughs> but so, then, then I've hear, heard a lot of people say that the reason she said that is because they're going to make a spinoff series on her. And that Ahsoka, right? Yeah, which would be cool. We also get a name for baby for baby Yoda. I know, right? Like, I was kind of like, really? That's the name we're getting? Grogu? Yeah, yeah, but it is. It's it's okay. I'll go with it. He'll always be known as Baby Yoda. Exactly. I mean, I was trying to think about all the marketing things they've used, but they haven't really used Baby Yoda. They've used the child. The child. So you don't have the Baby Yoda name. Yeah. So yeah, I, I loved it. I thought it was Bean has Ahsoka is one of my all-time favorite characters. Mm-hmm. I, I I was really like, okay. But I mean, Dave Filoni he 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 invented created Ahsoka. He's not going to go ruin it. You know, right. you're right. not going to ruin your baby like that. So yeah, I, I loved it. So uh, I didn't see any updates. So I have to ask if it didn't happen, then I apologize. So how, how did your turkey bowl go? So I kind of uh, I kind of didn't post anything about it because technically it's illegal to do that right now in our state to get together. So I, I just didn't post anything about it. But the guys won again. So it's 2-2 in favor of the guys. They won. We, we don't do touchdown by points, like six right. points. We do it one point. So the right. guys won 4-2 to two this year. Okay. Yeah. It wasn't a blowout. It wasn't a blowout. The girls scored their two points first, and then the guys just ran the rest of the game. So it was cool. So complete opposite. So your your boys won, and then my girls won. So maybe we should do a like in the next coming months. Maybe we should plan a Super Bowl uh, <laughs> championship game between them or something that 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 gives us long enough plan out that we can you know we can get more than ten people on the field. Yeah. Hey, I'll officially, I, I, I'll tell you this. So we, we haven't discussed this, but every year at our Turkey Bowl, I've got these two students that always challenge me to a race at the very end. They challenge me to run a certain distance and see who can win. I've won every single year until this year. I lost. So I officially feel old. I mean, I'm probably in the best shape I've been in a couple years too. And I still lost. So I'm like, yeah, I'm, I'm getting old. These, these kids are getting more physically gifted and I'm just, I'm getting old. I can't hang anymore. And it, it, it's, it's kind of sad. So, that, that means I need to put you in a workout routine and get you ready for next kickball season. Yep. Well, I'm getting ready just for this race. How about that? <laughs> <laughs> well, we'll do kickball and then you'll be in shape for the race. How's that? There we go. There we go. So, okay, one other thing real quick. Okay. So, 
we're, we went to the grocery store the other day. We were buying some grocery stuff. We got back on Saturday. So I found one of the things that we had been looking for. It's not quite what we were looking for, but it's the Jelly Belly Holiday Favorites. Mm. So we will try these one future episode when we can get together maybe, but it has pumpkin pie, eggnog, cranberry sauce, hot chocolate, and candy cane. Oh, they all sound delicious except for maybe cranberry sauce, but I don't think that would be that bad. I don't think it'd be that bad. Yeah. But the fact that they're all in the same box together, that, that's Ooh. like hot chocolate, I bet is amazing. And I mean, candy cane to me would just be like eating a peppermint. Yeah. I mean, maybe eggnog. If you don't like eggnog, that might be so eggnog, yay or nay. You taking it or leaving it? So this is going to sound really weird. I've never had actual eggnog. What? I've, o- I've only ever had eggnog flavored things so like one of my what? favorite things at christmas is the ghirardelli flavored egg or eggnog flavored ghirardelli chocolates but i've never had actual eggnog so i don't know if i like it or not but i like things that are flavored like it all right so next episode we're having a eggnog sampling contest let's do it do you like uh, it oh i love eggnog okay all right i don't think i wouldn't like it it's a different I don't say it takes a special person to like eggnog, but it takes a special f- taste bud to like eggnog. How's that? Is it like buttermilk? Dude, you can't explain it. Okay. Like eggnog is really one of those, either you love it or you absolutely hate it. I don't think there's any middle ground with it. Yeah. Speaking of coffee, we went to Starbucks this weekend. Me and Emily did. And you know how you can choose your, your milk? Normally it's just 2% milk, but you can choose like soy, 1% scam or whatever. One of the choices now, right now during Christmas is you can replace your milk with eggnog. So, <laughs> yeah, well, they have an eggnog latte. Yeah. Which, I don't know about that. Yeah. I, I love eggnog, but I can't drink that. Steamed um, eggnog yeah, sounds Something gross. about hot eggnog to me. I'm like, I, I can't, I can do hot apple cider, mm-hmm. that one, but the hot eggnog, I, I can't do it. Right. It's, yeah. I can't do it. So well, what are we talking about this week, Kyle? So what, what? we've just talking, you and I were kind of catching up with this, with how our weeks went and how Thanksgiving went. And I don't know, I, I, maybe this year more than most, I just feel like after the holiday going into this, the season of Christmas, the only word that I can use to define it has been busy. Not the normal hustle and bustle of got to buy this, got to put this together, but got to be here, got to do this. Yeah. It shouldn't be like that. Like it should be like, I have the privilege to do this. And maybe it's me as a dad feeling this, but I almost had this overwhelming sense of, man, my kids, are they enjoying this? Because me having to be here at this time and bringing this all in one day was very, very exhausting. And right. at certain points, it wasn't enjoyable. I know that sounds bad and privileged, but like it was just, it wasn't that great. <laughs> I love my family. Think, th- this was just Thanksgiving. Yeah. And Christmas is crazier. Like you think about, you got to wake your kids or your kids wake you up on Christmas. <laughs> they open their presents and they're like, oh, okay, let's load up the car. Let's go to the families. And they're like, 
man, they didn't even get to play on Christmas morning. It's kind of sad. Again, kind of privileged to think that way. But at the same time, this whole idea for this episode we have today is how, how can we slow down this season? How can yeah. we really bring in and re- remember the coming of Christ this season? I don't know. Do you feel this way at all? Oh, definitely. Uh, you know, like I told you earlier, when we were talking, getting ready, I think this year might be a little different. For sure. Just because typically we're, we're in a season with church life where mm-hmm. it's a Christmas party here, Christmas party there. It's, a, you know, it's everything. There's something at least once the calendar switched to December, there's at least one or two things every week mm. up until Christmas. Right. And it's not being rude to any, you know, I don't mean this to be harsh whatsoever. It's just the reality of it. When you have a Sunday school class that wants to invite you to this Christmas party, you know, you want to go. You don't want to say, I don't have time <laughs> to go hang. And, you know, yeah. you, want, you don't, it's, it's one time a year and they want to show their appreciation. So you, you go, but then you're like, Oh yeah. Right. By the way, there, there's, if you do Christmas shopping, you know, like we, we try to do our Christmas shopping. So when are you going to do that? Well, then there's school things that are happening, but all that is completely different this year. Yeah. None of that. So I'm, I'm thinking Christmas may be a little different, a little slower because I don't have to. Now Christmas day. Yes. That will still be. Yeah. Go, go, Christmas go. presents. Boom. Let's get to grandparents. Boom. Come back, unload, reload go to grandparents again, boom, come home that night, December 26th. Oh, Grace, what'd you get for Christmas? You know? So let me ask you this. Is it wrong to have this thought? I hope it just pour snow on Christmas day this year. <laughs> Is that wrong? Because, ah, man, ah, I don't know. It's just something about this past Thanksgiving. It's just like, I just want to enjoy my family and my sure. time. Like I love my, my further family but it's just like are my kids miserable is my wife's heart okay like well and two i think you have to look at the season of life you are in mm-hmm. you know two little ones compared to you know gracie being a 10 year old right yeah you know harper and mason are kind of that's a lot of work mm-hmm <laughs> just get getting them, them out the door <laughs> yes i mean all jokes aside it's a lot of work yeah to, to get them into the car get everything loaded get to where you're going unload everything <laughs> unload them they're falling asleep on the way there then you got to wake them up then they got to get yeah. accustomed to where they're at then that takes you know 10 15 20 minutes sometimes and then they're wide open go 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 go, go. get back in the car back home. i mean it's it's a lot of work at this season of life for you for sure but on the flip side of that you want to be able to enjoy Mm. this season of life because you're never going to get another christmas when they're this age right yeah so how do we how do we maneuver through that by showing grace to our family but at the same time showing grace to our spouse and our children to say you're our, you're our top priority we love our family don't get me wrong we love our family mm-hmm. but how do we you know that's 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 always 
a tough road to maneuver. Yeah. How do we slow down this Christmas? How do we, because like you said, it is going to be different. There are going to be things that don't happen. The, the Christmas plays aren't going to happen this year. The certain get togethers aren't going to happen this year with our church. Like certain things aren't going to happen, but it's still going to be pretty busy leading up to Christmas. So how do we slow down? How do we take time not to forget the reason for the season, quote unquote? Uh, how do we keep, like we talked about in our last episode, remaining thankful during Christmas, re- re- remaining Definitely. in a state of remembrance of Jesus coming to earth? Um, I don't know. What, what's some ideas that you have? I mean, first off, one of the things that I guess comes to mind is where at the beginning of Advent season, where where is my thoughts and my hearts towards that season? Mm, yeah, I, I, I think that is something I have come to appreciate more so the last several years. I didn't grow up in a church that we celebrated Advent. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I grew up in a church where we did the traditional Baptist, the hanging of the greens. Okay. Um, it's been a while since I've done that. So my, my mind has gone a little blank, but somehow they, they have spiritual meanings to that, <laughs> yeah. you know? Uh and then you always led into hanging the Christmas ornaments okay. on the Christmas tree. Yeah. Not which taking. Is, which is, let me ask you, that's like symbols of the faith, right? Uh, yes. Yes. Yeah. I think so. And I'm not taking anything away from that. I'm not saying if your church does that, you're wrong. I'm not saying I would never say that. I'm just saying for me, the last few years, being in a church that we focus on Advent, not really knowing what that was. But understanding it now, mm-hmm. I think it's helped Jenna and I slow down in the midst of busyness. Yeah, right. It, it, it helps. And I know that sounds horrible because you, you think it's Christmas. You should always be thinking about the birth of Jesus. You should always be thinking about all the – and what, like I said last episode, if that's the case, that should that should be something we think about all the time, not just during that, that particular season. Yeah. Yeah. So I think having going through Advent and having the scriptures to read each day. Mm. um, One one of the things that we do too, again, not saying if you do this, this is wrong. This is just our, our family. We have a Advent countdown. Mm Mm-hmm. So it has, you know, it's got like the little, the little people. Yeah. So it's like a countdown to Christmas, but it's a countdown to Jesus' birth. Yeah. So you pull out all the little different people each day. You got the angel, you got, you know, might have a donkey, you got shepherds. Mm. So we, we enjoy doing that more than you do a countdown to Christmas or a countdown to Santa Claus. It's cool. One of the things we're going to do this year, my brother gave us an advent wreath. And we're going to do that each, each week. We're going to light mm-hmm. a new candle. We do that at church, but I don't think Harper, my daughter truly understands the reasoning for that. So we're going to do that at home this year. 
and let her light the candle. And we're going to do that uh, after supper each night and have a different scripture to read. So that's one of the things and one of the ways we're going to try to slow down this season is doing that at home, not just yeah. in church. Yeah. There, uh, there's a lot of people I know that even though, you know, we do the Advent wreath in church, there's a lot of people I know that they still do it in their homes. Right. So, right. yeah, no, I, th- I think that's a great opportunity to show your family, you know, mm-hmm. it kind of helps say, Hey, let, let's just take a few minutes and, focus on this week's candle. Yeah. And, and I, that's kind of what was in my sermon yesterday was that first week of Advent talking about hope. You know, how we antis- the Old Testament, the Israelites were anticipating that coming Messiah. Right. And then that moment that the angel Gabriel spoke to Zechariah broke over a 400 year silence. Mm. Yeah. And then that led at that point, God hadn't given up on them. And then that, here's our, here's our hope that, you know, we're, we're anticipating that, that coming Christ, that coming Messiah again. So yeah, I, I like that. I like that. There's, a, there's also another thing. If you are interested, I got a few more of them. Uh, Sorry, that's the book banging on the desk. No, uh, I gave our parents a couple years ago. It's a family Advent devotional. It's called Let Us Exalt His Name. And a lot of them really enjoyed it from what I I got back. They appreciated it. So that's another thing that if you're you are interested, I'll give you I'll give y'all one. But if you're interested and you're listening to this podcast, if you're interested in something like that, I have a few more of those books if you want one drop us a line drop us a comment say i would like one please yeah actually i think i may have given given you yeah i was just looking on my shelf i do have a copy Uh, of it so it's i don't want to say simplistic that it takes away from the gospel but simplistic that it helps with children of all ages right and in that sense the other thing that I like is uh, Paul David Tripp's Come Let Us Adore Him. Yeah, I was about to say that. That is an incredible devotional. Um, I do that on my own. Emily and I do another one called A Thousand Gifts together that we do during Christmas. But yeah, that is an incredible devotional. (laughs) I think Paul David Tripp's name can gets brought up a lot on this podcast. So Paul David Tripp, if if you're listening, we would appreciate a sponsorship. We, we, we should greatly re- appreciate that. Let's reach out to him one day, see if we can get him on as a guest. It's about hey, time we bring on another guest anyways. Worst he can say is no. That's or, right. Correction. The worst his agent could say is no. <laughs> <laughs> How much can you afford or yeah, to pay? That, yeah, that one. So let's go, so man. What are what are you looking forward to? And I know we talked about the the hustle and bustle busyness of going from place to place. Yeah. But, but what are the things that you're looking forward to in trying to figure out that downtime? Yeah. So one thing that Emily and I have talked about that we're really going to try to do better at this season is giving and not giving gifts, but right. giving, giving back time, giving back financial 
uh, backing to missionaries or organizations, whatever it be. Um, so that's one thing that we're going to try to do better at this season is how we can give back because like, my wife's the type she's already got Christmas list made half of it's already finished. And we had the conversation the other day. It's like, okay, but how are we really giving back? How are we really um, giving financially to certain people or certain groups who need it? So that's, that's one thing I'm trying to focus on this season is how we can give back better Uh, because there is a true joy in giving that's unlike anything else. Like definitely you definitely. can't match it. Like people talk about, well, you get blessed more than the person receiving. And I agree to a point, but it's just like overwhelming excitement when you can just give unashamedly to someone in need. So that, that for us, I'm excited for that. Uh, I'm excited to see ways that we can get involved too. So what about you? Man, I don't know. Like, it's easy to ask the question, but then you got to think about how you're going to respond to the question. That's completely different. Yeah. No, I guess it's going to look a little different, obviously, like with everybody else. But I, and this will sound very materialistic, I guess. But I think I will enjoy not having to rush from store to store to store. Oh, yeah. Buying Christmas gifts just to be buying Christmas gifts. Mm. Like, and, and I know that sounds very selfish and very materialistic, but what I mean by it is I'm not going to rush to a store just to buy that person a present, just to buy my present. It's like, they, they know that I love them. It's real thought they, behind they, it. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, sure. Obviously, my daughter, obviously, we're getting her a present, obviously. Uh, which I know, Grace, if you're listening to this podcast, maybe we don't buy you a present. Maybe, maybe <laughs> let me let, let me say that. Oh. Um, but no, like, obviously, like, we'll get our nieces and our nephews, you know, like that. I'm just talking about that rush that you got to think through. Oh, oh, that, that looks like a good Christmas gift. Let me just grab that. And having the time to just slow down a little bit. Mm-hmm. think instead of doing an advent devotional and then moving on actually lord willing letting that devotional marinate a little bit mm. so so it actually has meaning instead yeah. of just doing checkbox yeah right yes yes like a checkbox so um and i am excited about one opportunity that we're i'm doing this year you know me. If, if somebody runs an idea by me, I get a hold of it, and then I'm just going to go big. And next thing you know, I'm in over my head. That is you um, for sure. So I asked Janice, like, is PTO doing anything for the teachers this year for Christmas? She's like, I'm not sure. Let me ask. Just, you know, because I, I know everybody at schools are all freaked out right now. So I really wanted to do something to show our appreciation for our teachers at Janice school. So I'm like, what's, what's the one way that I know to give back? Uh, you know, the only way I know to give back to anybody is to give them love through their stomach. So we are going to provide lunch on the last Wednesday before Christmas break for their whole entire school. 
like that's not, cool. not 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 the whole school i should say for the teachers and the that's faculty. cool yeah that's awesome um so that that will be to date that will be the second largest catering job we've experienced since COVID has happened that's cool that's awesome so we'll see how that turns out that, that'll yeah. be interesting that'll be good I might have to awesome. encourage you to come and uh, chop barbecue for one day about three weeks from now. So let's do it. Let's do it. Feeding about 30 to 40 people. Sweet. That's awesome. John, That's awesome. if you're listening, John, if you're listening to this podcast or this episode, I might have to recruit you to uh, get some tips on how to shred that much barbecue. No, he cheats. He has a, uh, he has like a grinder, meat grinder. Yeah, exactly. That's what I need. Oh, okay. Yeah. You Inst- might have to. Instead of the bear claws where you're pulling everything apart, yeah, that might yeah. actually be. But anyway, no, that's that cool. Had nothing that had nothing so, to do with. So I hope if you're listening to this today, you really take time to slow down, enjoy the season, enjoy your family, avoid the hustle as much as possible. Can I give a quick plug, real quick? So sure. I had this. So you, if you've listened to this podcast, you know that I used to work at a place called Lifeway who shut down its retail locations. Well, Saturday, I was in a hurry of saying, oh man, I need Deacon ordination certificate. So what am I going to do? Like I usually would hop on Amazon and get it ready. I didn't have that kind of time. So I just Googled like local Christian bookstores and we have one in town called Little Light Bookstore. So I went in there, talked with the people, found out that I worked with their son at Lifeway and just got to know them and just browse the shelves. So if you're listening to this, support your local Christian stores, your local Christian bookstores, because I love Amazon. I have a prime account, but at the same time, my man, there's nothing like those local bookstores. Definitely. You can't replace that feeling that you get when you go in places like that. So this Christmas, like, of course, support local. But if you have a local Christian bookstore in your community or city, shop there, use it. And I had this idea while I was in there, we need to do like a, an episode of where we give like our Christmas ideas for pastors, like things that could be on your wish list type thing. Like, Hey, this is an awesome resource, an awesome book. I don't know. That's, that's an idea I had while I was in there. Cause I was like, I want that. I want that. I want that. Yes. I, I, I get that. That's kind of selfish, but I don't know. Just a cool idea. I guess depending on what it was you're wanting might be, you know, certain commentaries and I'm like, yeah, I need that. I need that. <laughs> Every pastor needs good commentaries. Oh, for sure. I, I don't care if you are a lead pastor, if you're a worship pastor, if you're a youth pastor, if you're a children's pastor, every, actually every pastor and every Sunday school teacher mm. needs good commentaries. Yeah. It's an investment. I've used more commentaries this year than I've ever used before. So, yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, I, yeah, dude, I, I have no problem with that. Now, if you're in there looking at this beautiful painting of Jesus that he sent here on on the, the countryside and you're like i need that in my office okay that one might be a little selfish i mean i'm just saying yeah, unless yeah. it helps beautify your office or something <laughs> i don't know my office doesn't need beautifying i've got junk everywhere so maybe it does need beautifying i don't say i have junk actually i do have junk everywhere. i just have books overflowing i need more bookshelf there you go i need more bookshelf wall-to-wall bookshelves 
Yeah. All right. So talking about slowing down, one of the ways that I think is a beautiful reminder of Christmas and Jesus, some of them are silly, but some of them point back to the reason of the season, point back to Jesus, is music. You and I both love music. We had this idea a couple of weeks ago to be able to draft our Christmas playlist of our favorite songs. We talked about doing our worst songs and maybe we save that, but the best songs for we Christmas. everybody. <laughs> yeah, at, that would be a funny episode. But today to end our end our show, we're going to talk about the best Christmas songs, songs that we would put on our playlist. And I'm going to let you go first. And uh, yeah. So we'll just go back and forth. Okay. Now, it, obviously, if you've followed us before, you know that we, we do this draft style. So do we still want to hold to that? So if, if I pick this this one song that has to be on your playlist, you're going down the road, it has to be on your playlist, then it, then it's off the list? Yeah, yeah, we'll do that. Oh, man. Okay, that, that's going to get tough then. Yeah, because I only have five on my list. I got six. Oh. I got six. Um, now, which one do I go with first? Oh, so, all right, I'm just going to go with it. It gets okay. in your head. It will oh. not get out. Oh, no. It will not get out. And it is, in fact, my pastor's favorite Christmas song. Mariah Carey, Man. All I Want for Christmas is You. That was my number one. Yeah. I mean, that's, I'm sorry. I didn't, I didn't mean to take you number one. I didn't mean to steal your thunder. That is the Christmas song. That there's no spiritual implications to it, but that that's the Christmas song. That whole album is awesome, by the way. Oh yeah, oh yeah. So, all right, what you got? Oh man, so you took my one, so I'm gonna go with my two. This is my favorite Christmas album, by the way. But Michael Bublé's "It's Beginning to Look a Lot Like Christmas" is my favorite song. Well, second favorite okay. song. So that'll be my first pick. If I was putting a playlist together, it's beginning to look a lot like Christmas. I think a bunch of other people have done that song but i love his version oh, yeah. of it all right and i need to write these down so we, so we don't forget them okay because I need, I need to make sure that it's actually i don't have that one on my list i must be a scrooge <laughs> all right so my second one yeah i'm gonna go with the christmas song by Nat King Cole. Oh, I don't know that one. If, if, yes, you would. If, if you heard it, you, you would definitely know it. Sing I'm not me singing a little, it for you. Sing me a no. little tune. No. You know what I thought you were going to say? And this would probably be on my least favorite. The Christmas Shoes. <laughs> <laughs> New songs. The Christmas Shoes. Is, is that what it's called? You. Yes, I'm telling you. If Sir, we, I want to buy if, these shoes. If we did an episode where we just drafted our least favorite Christmas songs, we would offend somebody greatly. I'm yeah. telling you, it, it's going to happen because that song would be on my list. Mine too. Mine too. And I'm so, all right. Everybody so wait, cries, what, but it, no. All I'm right. Not, so the, the, the cold hearted person in me. If, if I lose you has a fan on this page or this podcast, I apologize. But the thing that kills me about that song, mm-hmm. why is the kid not at, not home spending time with his mom if she's done instead of worrying about trying to buy her a pair of shoes? 
saying. Yeah. Okay, I got to move on. I'll get. I'll go into Scrooge effect here. So. All right. So speaking of Scrooge, my next pick is "You're a Mean One, Mister Grinch." Ah, there you go. There's there's a bunch of versions of that. I like the Darius Rucker version for putting together a podcast. <laughs> I don't know. Jim Carrey, he's good good one too. So it doesn't matter. But yeah, you're a mean one, Mister Grinch. Okay. Uh, my third one, I'm going to go with "White Christmas" by Bean Crosby. Oh, the classic. The classic. Yep. Oh, I go with the classics. I want to sing it, but I, I would make a lot of people turn it off. All right. That's, that's, why, I did, that's, why, that's why I didn't sing the Christmas song for you. <laughs> but if you heard it, you would know it. Yeah. So my next pick is Oh Come All Ye Faithful. Um, mm. It's my favorite hymn, but I like the version by Pentatonix. It's kind of upbeat. upbeat. Right. It's kind of got that cool feel to it but it's my, my, my favorite christmas hymn too so but we'll just put it however you want but oh come all ye faithful okay next one oh gosh we only got what two more left how many are we doing five or four i mean i got i got seven songs on my board over here so i got i got to choose i gotta choose wisely here now are we doing I'm, four I'm, or five let's do five so, all right so we got two more yeah we can do five um Man, mm. all right. Just because you went that route, I'm afraid you might take this one. Okay. You went that route, so you, uh, my favorite. I'm uh, saving it to last because it's my absolute favorite Christmas song. Okay. Um, don't have one particular version of it, like what you just said about "Oh, come all ye faithful," but "Oh, holy night." Oh yeah. That's, There's a that, lot of good versions of that. That's my absolute favorite Christmas song. So I had to, I went ahead and took it because after you took, Oh, come all you faith, we might take, you might grab that one. I don't know if you would or not, but you might grab it. Yeah. We need to do a, a caffeinated living uh, Christmas playlist. So we'll put all these songs in a playlist yeah. on Spotify. So you got to pick a version of that song. That's going to be hard. I think I have five versions of it on one of my Christmas playlists. <laughs> Yeah, I'd like to see which one you narrow it down to. All right, right. so what? I'm just number four. Oh, number four. I guarantee you this one's not on your list, but it's my favorite one from when I was a kid, Christmas and Dixie by Alabama. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Look at at you. A little, little country twang to it. I love Christmas and Dixie. Uh, I don't know. That's just a song my mom used to sing to me all the time. So, yeah, it's, that's a classic to me. All right. So, um, you got one I'm more. Gonna, if you don't take this one, I'm going to I'm going to come back and use it as an honorable mention. Okay. Okay. All right. So my last song is one of my favorite Christmas songs, uh, but it's called His Favorite Christmas Story. Never heard it. Um. It's by a Christian group that I don't, they're not together anymore, but it's an older song, early 2000s. Uh, but it was by a group called Capital Lights. Okay. Right. And uh, the, the, gist, the gist of the song uh, talks about this man. He, he met this woman and he finally has the courage to ask her to dance on December 24th. And so then he becomes a traveling salesman. He goes all around the country. He gets married. He has kids. 
and that I, I, I don't I don't want to ruin it because the end of the song. I mean, I, it, it's it's one of those somebody's peeling the onions and you just start crying, man. You're just like <laughs> so. But it's it's called his, his favorite Christmas story by Capital Lights. Okay, all right, man. I'm down to two here. I I don't know. I one will definitely make my honorable mention. But do I go the spiritual route or like this puts me in the mood for Christmas song? I don't know. Um, okay, if it makes you feel better, my my last one that that will be my honorable mention. If you don't pick it. It's Christmas. It puts you in the Christmas mood. It gets you. It gets you there. All right, I'm gonna go with the one that I, I've listened to the longest. One of them's newer, so I'll save that one for my honorable mention. But you're gonna laugh. But I love this song. It's called "Merry Christmas, Happy Holidays" by Insane. Oh. <laughs> Happy holidays. There you go. I'm already dancing. If you can't see me, but I'm dancing. I love that song, man. Love okay. that. Again, wow. throwing it back to my childhood. I love that. I can't believe you. I can't believe you. My, my song has stayed on the board this long. What is it? I, I don't know. I, I'm scared now. Now I'm thinking this is going to be like on your 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 least favorite Christmas songs or something. But this is, is this, this, this will be my uh, this will be my honorable mention. Okay. All right. What is it? Let me guess. You, Let me guess. You can't have Christmas without this song. Little Drummer Boy. No. No. Oh. Now. Ironically, when I was younger, uh, like seven, eight, and nine, for some reason that was always one of my favorite Christmas songs to play every year. Okay. I don't, I don't know why. Like we would go in, we'd put the record on, and my dad would have to play that song like two or three times in a row. We'd have to pull it back. I don't know what what was in that song. I don't know. But no, honorable mention, Christmas spirit, Feliz Navidad <laughs> by Jose Feliciano. Dude, you can't have Christmas without Feliz Navidad. It wouldn't be on my least favorite, but that's hilarious. That's totally a Rob song. I love that song. I can see him walking around the house just singing that all the time. <laughs> yeah, that, that's a fun song. I would have made fun of you if you would have drafted it, though. <laughs> I'm just saying. It, yeah. it, it gets in your head and you're like, so, all right. What's your honorable mention? Honorable mention. It's a newer song. Um, she puts out tons of good Christmas songs, but Lauren Daigle's light of the world. I love that song. It's yeah. beautiful, beautiful. So, Oh, she's got, got another jingle bells. That's super like jazzy. I love that song too, but yeah. Light of the world by Lauren Nagel. Love it, but it's newer. So I didn't take it. Yeah. I mean, honestly, there's a lot of great Christmas songs out there. Yeah. So, I mean, to narrow it down to five, that's, that's really hard. You know, Bing Crosby so, white Christmas is like the steal of the draft. That was a good pick. That was a really good pick. And I'm telling you, it, once you hear it after we're done, go go back, go on Spotify, Apple, whichever one you use. Look up Nat King Cole, the Christmas story. As soon as you hear it, you're gonna be like, "Okay, ah, yeah, okay. that that that's it." All right, so I'll pull that up. Um, just real quick to close this out. How many times do you hear a Christmas song? Like if you're driving down the road, whether whether it's on the radio, whether it's on Spotify, Apple Music, Amazon Music, whatever it is you listen to. 
this, you hear the song and as soon as you hear it, you automatically relate it to a movie. Has that, does that ever happen to you? Not really. Not um, really. There, there's, there's a couple songs that as soon as I hear them, like Gracie and I both automatically relate it to home alone or home alone too. Oh. Like just, you know, those scenes where they're running through the airport. Yeah. That just all those classic scenes of where, yeah. you know, as yeah. and then obviously being Crosby's white Christmas because of the movie white Christmas. Yeah. Yeah. So our right. movie well, draft is going to be an interesting one. Yeah. So, so recap it. What'd we pick? All right. So Kyle went with, it's beginning to look a lot like Christmas. You're a mean one, Mr. Grinch. Oh, come all you faithful Christmas and Dixie in light of the world. Then mine oh, you, was you all- forgot in sync. I said that one, didn't I? Christmas and Dixie. Merry oh, Christmas, yeah, happy holidays. Merry, Merry Christmas, happy holidays. My bad. You're good. My bad. Don't hate me, people. Don't forget my boy band. <laughs> <laughs> Which, you go with a boy band, but you, you make fun of me for pick, picking Felice Navidad. So I'm just saying. Yeah, that's true. And then All I Want for Christmas, The Christmas Story, White Christmas, Oh Holy Night, My Favorite Christmas Story, or His Favorite Christmas Story, and Felice Navidad. It's good. It's good. So that's a pl- that's a playlist I'd listen to. There's not a bad song on there. I'd listen to all of them. Yeah. But I'm also the type of person that I start listening to Christmas music during Halloween. Okay. This is the first year that I've listened to it before Thanksgiving. First year. Maybe I just needed that Christmas cheer. But usually I'm a Scrooge. We don't buy our tree till after Thanksgiving. We don't listen to Christmas music music until after this year. All that went out the door. So thank you, COVID-19. So Okay, so you mentioned Christmas tree. So do you have your Christmas tree yet? No, we were going to get it this weekend and we didn't. Um, Emily's family up in the mountains owns a tree farm. So we've got it picked out. We just don't have it home yet. Okay, so this year of all years is going to be really different in the Kaler household. Why is that? So, well, because we, ne- we now have a kitten. Yeah. So yeah. We, we, we have seen all these horrible videos and heard all these horrible stories of everybody talking about, oh, when you get a cat, your tree's coming down, your tree's coming down. Yeah. So Jana was putting our tree up because we, we have to have an artificial tree now because Grace and I are severely allergic to Christmas trees, which is so sad, but yeah, that's I'm okay. I'm so sorry. I, trust me, I get it. Jana hates it worse than we do. Um, but she was putting the Christmas tree up the other day and Kitten was just snooping. What wasn't even really messing with the tree, just like that curiosity, like, oh, what are you doing? Here comes the water bottle. Get away from the tree. So you're spraying her to keep yep. it away. Oh man, you're a better man than I am. Because <laughs> it's a cat, period. I'm not. Oh, I love I love my cat. I love fuzzball. So your your kitten is gonna be matched with Mason because last year he couldn't walk. This year he can walk. So yeah, it'll be interesting to see how he does with the Christmas tree. Yeah, and plus the presents for him. I know. We haven't even wrapped one. So maybe I should get a spray bottle too. <laughs> Poor Mason. <laughs> I think there's a little difference between him and a cat. So yeah. Yeah. We we, we need to bring uh one is on as a guest speaker one time. I about said something mad. Or should just sit here and stare at us. Yeah. 
So, all right. Well, good episode. So, yeah, we'll, we'll get those posted so everybody can see those. But then, yeah, that, I like that idea of making a caffeinated living uh, Christmas, Christmas playlist. Yeah, yeah, I like that. So, I, I, I'll get back at you and we'll try to get that up here soon. See what, see what songs we can come up with. Okay, man. But here, here's the thing. What about if there's a song on there that you don't like, but I like, but I like, but you don't, you couldn't stand. Like if that, that would end up on one of our least favorite Christmas songs. Do we still put it on there? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. But for this playlist, we're just putting these songs, right? Oh no, I thought it was, I thought we'd make this like a whole playlist, man. Let's... Oh no, no, no. Put these songs on it. Cause these are the ones we like. This is the official playlist. Cafe oh the official okay yeah. yeah so okay so then we'll have to narrow down like oh holy night yeah oh come all ye faithful we'd have to narrow those down oh yeah do the pentatonics version of oh come all you faithful okay yeah all right cool yeah we can do that so y'all have a good week and next week we're going to draft our favorite christmas movies oh yeah right that's right so are we going to do and we'll do the jelly too? bellies we'll do the holiday jelly bellies yeah, that, that's going to be interesting. I'm, I'm excited about these. Pumpkin pie, eggnog, cranberry sauce, hot chocolate, and candy cane. Maybe I'll get some eggnog to bring as well. No, I'm, I'm going to bring you some eggnog. Okay. I'm going to bring right. you some eggnog. Okay. And then we have to eat the eggnog jelly belly. We have to dip it in Compare the eggnog. Like, like, no, you, have you ever done the Dr. Pepper jelly bellies and you put it in your Dr. Pepper and drink it? It's just like a sudden sugar rush. It's like, woo. No, I can't say that. I've oh. done that. I guess that must be a Burke County Redneck thing. I'm not sure. But anyway, <laughs> have a good week, everybody. Happy, well, I can't say happy Thanksgiving anymore. It's not, it's happy first week of December. Happy first week of December. Happy Advent season. How's that? Right. There we go. Happy Advent season. All right. Until next time. Keep it caffeinated, friends.